everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Lolly Files podcast. Today I have here with me Saptashi Prakash, a motion designer at Swiggy in India. Saptashi, thanks for being here with me today. Let's start off with how you became a product designer. You know, what led you here? Everyone has their own story, so what's yours? Okay, thanks for asking. Yes, that's one of the most uh, you know, commonly asked questions that I encounter. Uh, so I'm an engineer. I, I studied engineering. I'm an electrical engineer. Uh, design was always my hobby, you know. Um, I'm a self-taught designer today, so it always started with uh, designing posters and t-shirts for your college festivals and hostels and uh, you know it just remained that way for a very long time. I never thought that you know this could ever ever be my profession because uh, uh, well back in those days when I was in college in 2014 or 2013, uh, product design wasn't that big a thing here in India. Design was mostly about uh, graphic design. Yes, smartphones were coming up, websites and everything was there, but it wasn't as popular as it is today in 2020. So I could never imagine that this would be a, a full-fledged career that I can you know, pursue. Uh, but then things changed over time. Uh, a lot of startups came up in India uh, and uh, design uh, started getting that, uh, uh, that, you know, that importance which wasn't there before. People started talking about, you know, that this is a usable app, this is an easy app, this is a beautiful app, stuff which uh, nobody else, uh, nobody talked about before. So, you know, along those times, uh, yeah, there was a there was a college uh, senior, a senior from college who started working in one such startup, uh, which was actually quite making a lot of noise uh, back then in India. It was called housing.com. And um, people were talking about their good design. So he's the one who, my, my senior from college, he's the one who joined that company and he referred me into that. So yes, that's how I professionally started designing. So did you actually ever work as an engineer or that just didn't end up happening? Uh, it did well, not as an engineer. Um, so you know the way it works in my college is you can get into any kind of job. Uh, so so there were I was more of a business organization or you know management sort of person. So I ended up taking a managerial job at an MNC out here in India itself. It was an American multinational, and I worked there for a year as a project manager. And um, yeah, that's and after a year is when I switched for, to this design role. How long have you been a designer at Swiggy for? Uh, for Swiggy, it's been uh, around two years, uh, slightly less than two years. Talk me through what things were like, uh, particularly maybe let's say at Swiggy before, um, before Lottie Animations came around, because you've been at Swiggy two years, which is kind of sort of how long Lottie Animations have been around for. So yeah, motion design, again, you know, now that I'm professionally a designer, motion design is my hobby, <laughs> right? So, uh, so I started learning motion design just because, uh, you know, I liked it and I liked the cool stuff which people used to post on Dribble and I thought I should learn the skill. And that's how I started. And uh, when I joined Swiggy, uh, there wasn't anyone else in the team, you know, who was uh, doing motion design or anything related to animations or motions. Of course, there were some people who were doing a bit of it, but... Uh, when I came in, uh, the expectation was to, you know, use motion wherever possible to to solve certain problems, be it delight or uh, be it any kind of thing. So, yeah, I started exploring, you know, what could be done, what could we do better with motion uh, within the app. So, you know, one thing which happened after Lottie came was uh, uh, the development time reduced drastically, like drastically. Uh, previously for even a small animation like say a green tick which comes after you have successfully made a transaction you know would take uh, upward of a week a week or a week and a half or maybe even two weeks for that to be uh, coded natively and that too it had to be done separately for uh, the web platform android and ios with lottie that entire phase is reduced to less than 30 minutes 
So all that happens is, you know, we design, uh, we create the animation in After Effects, we generate it uh, using, you know, Lottie, and then finally we have a JSON file. And it just takes uh, barely 15 or 20 minutes of configuration where the developer comes, sits with us and says, okay, how should this? I said, okay, just move it a bit or move this up a bit, scale it up, this and that. And then we are done, gone. And it works on all the platforms. So uh, we are saving a lot of time, a lot of time. <laughs> Whoa, a week to 30 minutes, that is a huge difference. Yeah. When Lottie first came about, very few people knew that it was actually started from Body Move-In, which was created by Hernan. And then Airbnb picked it up and sort of created the mobile libraries. I think it was when Airbnb started talking about it as an animation file format that it really picked up traction. When did you start hearing about it and sort of how, where did you discover it and what sort of made you think, oh, this is something really interesting? Uh, it was, uh, you know, on social media uh, the first time. So uh, people started talking that, hey, you know, Airbnb has started something called, uh, you know, Lottie and using which animations can be, uh, you know, SVG animations can be created right out of uh, uh, right out of After Effects, so you know, it'll reduce a lot of time. So you know, that uh, made me curious. So I went and read about it. And this was, of course, pre-Swiggy period. So uh, even before I joined Swiggy, uh, Lottie had started, I remember. So and I read about it and I figured out that, yeah, this is actually a very cool thing. So I tried out a few smaller animations just for the heck of it, you know, just to try it out. And there was a developer friend in my previous organization. So you know, we experimented a lot of things, how it is performing, you know, with uh, how does it affect with the number of parts or is image a better solution than vector and all those things. So that's where I had experimented with a lot of these things. And yeah, I believe Lottie is evolving with every passing day. When it came to using Lottie in any Swiggy products, did you ever notice any change after you implemented them in, you know, let's say click-through rate, engagement, time spent on the app? Was there anything measurable that you noted after implementing these? Well, so far, uh, you know, we have uh, extensively used a lot of Lottie, but uh, I'm not sure if I'm in a position to uh, show anything measurable because, uh, you know, design is one such thing. You, you cannot absolutely say that uh, because we did this, this has happened. But of course, in certain cases, uh, um, uh, I mean, you know, I don't need a number to prove that, that uh, we have done a much efficient job at uh, telling a story or explaining a concept by using an animation which otherwise wouldn't have been possible if uh, something like Lottie had not existed. Maybe we had to resort to uh, text or maybe just a text image combination. So there, you know, we wouldn't know if people would read it or skip it. I'm talking from, you know, explaining a new service or a new product line, for instance. So with Lottie, you know, we have the liberty to maybe use maybe use just a few seconds of time and just show it in an animation which uh, which drags the point uh, much better than a text or a text image combo could do. You've touched here a bit on the UI of the product and that's making me wonder a bit more about how you use the UI as a vehicle to communicate to your Swiggy users and kind of how has animation been a key tool to really enhance that communication? Oh uh, well, uh, well, different things had uh, different uh, reasons. Let me tell you about this thing that I'm talking about. So, uh, you know, Swiggy is primarily into food delivery, like you know, it, or rather, to, to put it in the right way, we were always into food delivery. So, you know, a place where you could order food from a restaurant and it gets delivered to your home or to your office or whatever. Then uh, we there were certain business changes, and we thought that you know it's a good time to invest in a, in a in a model where we do not just deliver food but other things as well. You know where we deliver grocery, or we could uh, pick something from you and deliver it to your friend's house and medicines, essentials, pet care, everything. So 
it became a whole uh, suite of uh, uh, products and services which has anything to do with uh, delivery so this was a kind of a paradigm shift because people always related swiggy with food now when we launched these services uh, we had to tell the people that hey you know what now you have newer stuff it's not just what swiggy used to be before so there uh, the challenge was because it was not one single thing that was happening there were multiple things which were happening you know especially the um, the the things which are not cataloged for instance to explain a user that now you can pick a charger from your home that you've forgotten and get it dropped to your house explaining that use case and explaining or giving the uh, user that idea that you know something like this can be done itself was the big challenge you know it would need one paragraph of text if i were to explain that so and that we don't have the liberty to use so much of text on the app so we felt you know we could resort to animation uh, we just showed uh, an animation of a biker who just goes not in front of a rest not just in front of a restaurant but it goes in front of a grocery store in front of a medical store it stops you know and then waits and then goes on to the next place and finally delivers to an apartment so you know by just using a uh, 7 or 8 seconds of animation we try to convey at least 80% of what we are doing so i believe that's a win win you know lesser time and uh, as much communication as possible so storytelling sounds like a big part uh, obviously it is a big part of animation but in particular what you've done at swiggy um i'm curious to know that as animation can sort of bring things to life that in the case of swiggy would you maybe say that animation animated characters in particular has helped humanize the brand's uh, delivery riders Yes, it certainly does. Uh, you know, uh, like humanizing is uh, something that everyone is talking about because, you know, it's it's 2020. It's not just that, you know, make a functional app and it does the work and we are fine because there are humans behind everything that we're doing. It's a human who is actually collecting your food, bringing it to your door. Uh, the person might be getting wet in the rain and the scorching heat, everything. So, so bringing out that kind of empathy is really important uh, in, in front of our users. And animation has been helping us in that aspect a lot. Right. Um, I mean, recently we did another animation, uh, you know, uh, like tipping for our delivery executive is something that we have been thinking for a very long time. So uh, we were thinking about it. We have also made it and even built it. But then came this COVID scenario where, uh, you know, it started making a lot more sense than before, because uh, now people are not just, you know, battling rain and sun for you, but also something even more dangerous. And, uh, you know, it's always good if our users are aware and, and, and they can empathize with the people who are taking that extra effort to deliver your food and essentials. So, you know, there we did, you know, if someone would add a tip, we would have a delivery person just passing by and, you know, there's a bit of confetti and the, the driver, the delivery guy stops there, the animation stops there and it just raises his hands in joy and then it just goes away. So that's nothing but a small delighter. Okay, uh, might seem like a very trivial thing, which is not even needed, but it drives a lot of uh, feelings into the minds of the people that, hey, you know what, this button that I have tapped, this additional tip that I'm making is going to make a lot of difference into the lives of someone who's putting that extra effort for me. So yeah, like it, it has helped us tremendously in storytelling that way. Have there ever been any other campaigns where you've used animation like that to sort of evoke uh, particular emotions and sort of tell certain stories? There have been many instances, you know, uh, like I think two I've already mentioned. Uh, there were many other things as well. Uh, if not in the app, at times we do it for our social media, you know, where we want to drive a point home or we want to, uh, we want to highlight certain kind of uh, you know, effort that we are putting, which is not seen otherwise, you know, so that people start building a different kind of uh, 
um, impression about the company or about the team behind or the brand in general. So we have been doing that. And in some of these cases, you know, maybe Lottie isn't quite needed because, you know, you can actually post a video. But, uh, you know, there's uh, like one more thing I would want to highlight in this aspect is uh, uh, animations as a function. For example, of course, this was done in a pre-Lottie period. And uh, we are still figuring out a way if we can do it using Lottie. Like, uh, you know, there's always a need for highlighting certain things in the UI, right? So, you know, this text needs to be seen because this is important. And, uh, you know, and the way to do it is, you know, either you bump up the color with something brighter or maybe you increase the weight or have a brighter color, bolder and stuff like that. But with animation, there is one thing extra, which is one thing above everything, all of these that I have said that we can do, right? So this is something that we have done with the discount icon and uh, you know India is a value driven market and uh, people seek uh, for, for discounts and whatever they uh, invest in. So every restaurant in our app you know comes with some sort of a discount that we offer be it 20% or you know certain certain kind of discount and that text has an icon right before it. So one thing that we did was when you scroll through the through the listings as you scroll the discount icon spins with how much you have scrolled. So, you know, that highlights the discount bit in a very subtle way. Maybe maybe I didn't do a great job at explaining what uh, that looks like, but maybe you can try it out. You can just download the Swiggy app and set some location to India. And as you scroll through, you will see what I'm saying. So the icon just spins. So you stop scrolling, the, the spinning stops. So you scroll faster, it spins faster. So it is just relate, connected to your scroll. So I think we did a great job at, uh, you know, highlighting the discount bit without doing anything special or without bumping the color or, or increasing the size or anything. So as a product designer, what would you say is the most important thing you consider before even starting off designing any product? There are many important things, but uh, if you ask me to pick up one, I would say it's, it's the user. It's the human who's going to be on the other side of the table who's going to finally use it. So, you know, certain decisions that we take can completely change the nature of the product and the offering that we are making. Right. Uh, like, let me give you an example of Swiggy itself. Like, Swiggy is a app which sells food, right? Primarily food and some other things as well. But very few people actually know that Swiggy also has another app that also sells food. But that's a different app. The reason being, the kind of food that is sold there is different. And uh, those are and the other app we call it Swiggy Daily. It's not restaurant food that is sold there, uh, but it's uh, it's food which is cooked in a home style way. And there are a lot of home chefs which are involved in that process as well. So which means, you know, if you want, if you're looking for something that you can eat every day without having to uh, bother about your health, uh, like, you know, you know, Indian food is spicy and oily, <laughs> but it's, it's not the best for your system maybe and certainly not something that you would want to eat every day. So Swiggy Daily caters to that kind of audience. So there, you know, it's more like, it's more than the taste of the food. It's the way it is prepared, you know, the care that's being put into it. And the fact that it has come from a real home makes it a lot different. And since it's a different emotion which is associated with that, it is designed in a different way. You know, there's a lot more storytelling in that app than you would find in the Swiggy main app, right? So if you see, again, it's the same thing. These are two apps. Both of them sell food. Both of them cater to the final audience, the same, same sort of audience. But the nature and the expectation of the audience in both these cases are so different. So they're designed in very different way, right? So I think, you know, yeah, to put it short, again, it is the users and what they need. These are like the two most important things that I would say that we need to keep in mind when designing the UX of anything.
the Lottie animation has kind of made it so much more possible for designers to be very much, well, it has empowered designers in a way to be very much more involved in the development of a product. And in that sense, the, also the UI, because no longer is it sort of down to just the developer, the designer actually can create that animation independently. How do you think that's changed things for you guys as designers? Uh, many things. Uh, but the foremost, the, the most important thing that we see is the quality. Because uh, previously what we would do is, you know, we would create, we would put the same amount of effort on After Effects, create a video which is just a sample so that, you know, uh, we could communicate it well to the developer. You know, we would show them, hey, you know what, this is how it's supposed to move. This is how it's supposed to jump or this is how it's supposed to, everything. And in this process, it doesn't always uh, translate completely, right? Because uh, you are doing it using lines of code. Here I'm doing it using different tools. So there is a delta. And at times the delta can get uh, much larger depending on, you know, um, the designer who's working or the developer who's working and many other constraints um, uh, which are involved. But with Lottie, it just completely removed the delta because the delta doesn't exist at all. Uh, it's almost like an image asset, you know, just like, uh, you know, you have an icon today and I can change it into an icon tomorrow and a different icon tomorrow and it just seamlessly sits where it is supposed to. It is just like that. You know, uh, we just give an asset, just that it's not just a vector image, but it's a vector movie. It plays as well. And if we want to change it, it just it's all about changing the JSON file and we are good to go. So the delta is completely removed. So having this more design efficient workflow, um, I guess you could say undoubtedly that product quality will, should in general, um, increase by leaps and bounds, you know, everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Um, I'm wondering if you have anything else in particular to say about Lottie, um, as a designer, you know, there's be a lot of designers maybe listening who are perhaps new to Lottie and not 100% sure of its benefits. Obviously, you've mentioned uh, time, but maybe designers who maybe don't necessarily work um, in big companies with devs, how can they sort of do everything themselves that before previously they would have thought, oh, I need to know how to code? Uh, well, one thing in that uh, I would like to point out about our developers, since you know you say, said about them, uh, I really want to thank my our developers because uh, they are extremely, uh, I mean, they're up for doing anything. You know, um, I wouldn't be surprised if our developer comes running to us with a gleaming eyes, saying that hey, you know what, this new thing has come up, and now because of that we could do this. This possibilities have unlocked. So why don't you make something really cool? So that's the kind of developers we have. But I know that uh, that's not the case everywhere. Maybe I'm lucky enough uh, to work in an organization like that. But in either ways, uh, if I were to speak in terms of Lottie, uh, for people who are motion designers or animators, but who haven't say, explored Lottie, both from a uh, you know, designer and from a developer uh, point of view, things are extremely simple. Things are extremely simple. You know, I conduct workshops on uh, motion design uh, uh, out here in India. Uh, so one of the questions which people ask me is, how do we use Lottie? You know, can we have a workshop on how do we use Lottie? So my question to that, my answer to that is, you know, you don't need a workshop for Lottie because it's so simple. So it's just about clicking one button and exporting, just like you export a video, right now you export it in a different format. It's as simple as that. And implementing it is simple again. And even uh, I think Lottie started uh, supporting, or rather some platforms like Webflow, 
which are in you know, a low code or less no code or less code um, uh, platforms they also started supporting Lottie so if you're specifically asking about designers who want to animate something and use it in their own projects in websites or, or stuff like that they can even do that without having to depend on any hardcore coding it's great that something like Lottie has come up uh, you know I always say uh, when people ask me about tools which tool is the right one for creating the right thing I always say that it's never dependent on tool because uh, tools change uh, you know tomorrow a new tool would come which would be so simple that there won't be any learning curve and you'd be able to do exactly the same thing that you are able to do today uh, you know using a more complicated tool or a more complicated method I think Lottie essentially has uh, solved a large part of it like I said about the development part what would take you know you could imagine what would take a week or two is taking less than 30 minutes today so you know I'm hoping that Lottie uh, evolves more and it starts handling the things which it doesn't today for example uh, transitions or, or uh, you know interactive animations like you have said if there's even a way you know where the user could control the the seek of that animation based on something imagine say if I'm designing an onboarding and when the user swipes the animation executes of course there are trade-offs and hacks using which you can achieve that even today but if it natively supports in Lottie uh, I think it'll be much more efficient and I'm really looking forward to that day when uh, yeah you know Lottie does that. You and a lot of other people um, we're very sure that in the future we'll that these things will be possible. I think we've put no limits on what could be possible with Lottie at this point in time. Thank you for taking the time to be with us today. It has been super, super insightful to sort of get into your head and figure out why you design what you design for Swiggy. And also Swiggy as a product, give us all a better understanding of what is the intention behind the animations used there. Well, not just the animations, but also because the whole, the interface as a whole, the product as a whole. And it's really great to get that insider view from you. Thanks a lot for inviting me. Uh, it's great to speak to uh, speak to you folks. You guys are doing wonderful stuff at Lottie Files. Uh, I extensively use the platform for previewing my designs and also using your plugin for you know, generating the uh, the assets that I need to hand over hand over to my uh, developers. And uh, I think it's a lifesaver. Uh, it helps us a lot. And uh, I wish you guys grow and uh, do wonderful stuff in the future.